0: Welcome, my Chicana and Latina Moms. This space has been created only for you, solo para nosotras, Chicanas and Latina Moms. In these episodes that I share with you, I talk about self-care and self-love and how to empower your being. You are not alone, and this is a revolucion. We will continue to fight. Fight for what is right for our being starting with our own mental health, to be able to help and inspire those in need, starting with ourselves, our kids, our family, our community. I hope you enjoy all of these episodes that I record for you with all of my corazón para todas mis hermanas, chicanas, and latina moms. My Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Hola, my Chicana and Latina moms, ¿cómo están? Oh my goodness, me desapareci por un ratito, (laughs) but I'm back. I'm back. Um, I normally try to record and have it ready on Mondays, but it was Easter, and then the week before, weekend before, no sé qué pasó. Oh, yes, I had Wi-Fi issues, so I'm sorry for that, pero I'm back and running. <laughs> Lista para hablarles, conectar, and also right now that I said conectar, thank you to all those beautiful... Um, ladies chingonas that showed up to celebrate chicana and latina moms we had our zoom virtual get together it was beautiful um it was really nice and i really love to create a space for us in that manner um so i will be sending out um When I say sending out, I actually mean posting on Instagram, um, Chicanas underscore um, Latinas Moms podcast. And I'm going to, I think I'm, I don't know, you guys, I guess I'll ask the question on the stories on Instagram so that I can get your feedback. Um, I don't know if I should do it once a month um, or twice a month. I don't know, I I really would love your feedback with that. So if you follow me on Instagram, um, keep an eye on that. I would love your feedback. So yes, it was really nice. Um, So I had a guided meditation and we had a heartfelt activity to be able to express a little bit more about ourselves. And it was really, really beautiful. So thank you. You know who you are, chingonas. and for those of you that really wanted to go and couldn't go, um, don't worry. Like I said, I'm going to have another get together and I'm thinking this is going to be more of a come in and recharge and then I'll see you back maybe in two weeks or next month or something like that. Kind of like a recharge. So it'll probably be about like 20 to 30 minutes. Um, of a get together, so I see no, it doesn't take so much of your time because I know as moms, oh, we have so much to do. But thank you again, you guys, for showing up. And in today's episode, I would love to talk about toxic family members <laughs> and how difficult it is. I've had Different people reach out and say, can you do an episode on talking about how to deal with toxic family members? And it's pretty interesting, um, you know, that this happens to, to many, you know, and some can relate and some not, but there's always like that one person or two in like a family that's just very like toxic and it's like their comments and their behaviors are so not needed. And I want to talk to you um, and give you feedback and suggestions as a therapist. Um, you know, every family unit is very different. Ya lo sabemos, ¿verdad? Ya sabemos que en cada familia está el the black sheep, the clown, Right the isolator, you know, like there's every family member is so different and that's okay. That's the beauty of it. It's the beauty of it. Now, here's where I've seen many people share how complicated it it is to have family, family members who don't like filter what they say. And there's family members that invade other family members' space because they feel like they have the right to govern because like, oh, I'm your sibling, so I have all the right to tell you your truths, or I'm your, you know, parent or I'm your prima, I don't know, comadre, compadre, whatever role you have. Some people have this mindset that or there's people that won't say that and they will behave in a very passive aggressive approach. That's one of my triggers, you guys. I dislike when people are passive aggressive. I'm sure I'm not alone, but it's one of the most like triggering. Oh, I can't stand it. And to call someone out, you know, sometimes you want to hold yourself back and not like share with people. But I think in regards to how we live our lives, the way we are going to choose to live our lives is very important. Do we gravitate to drama? Or do we want to hold back? Although that's very difficult. Very, very difficult. Um, but you know, when there's triggers, and there's people who are toxic in your family or if there's friends that are toxic and you're just like, this is not good for me. Um, you want to evaluate why that trigger is there. I think many of you have probably heard this already, you know, um, but it's true, you guys. It is very important to understand like why does like, for example, for me, let me just give you some example. When it comes to passive aggressiveness. Like why it triggers me, the reason I get triggered and what I learned was that I grew up with my mom being passive aggressive. So that's where it came from. So I understood my trigger. So when I see it, I'm like, okay, I know where it's coming from. I'm okay. And I can, if I have the opportunity to vocalize my thoughts, my needs, my emotions, my feelings, then okay then I'll do it. If at some point it's people that I don't know and I don't really need to invest so much time to like, then I won't. You know, you'll know. Tú vas a saber con quién quieres tratar un poco más para mejorar la relación. Pero hay gente que no se presta. There's people that just really don't want to try to meet you halfways, And that's okay. It's okay. Let it be. Let it be. Si es una, una prima un primo, um, cuñado, una cuñada, si es, um, I don't know, any family member, right? If they trigger you, um, it's for a reason, you know, and there's different ways in which we can approach something. Um, but I've learned something in my life too, and it's interesting because I was actually talking about this with my aunt, and, um, She was sharing something that she read. I don't remember the book, but I want to share this because it's attached to this topic. And the way she said it was, it's kind of like if you're talking to that one family member that really triggers you and you're telling them, "Um, thank you, thank you for helping me understand that I do not want to live a life being like you. That's deep, right? I've heard it in other different ways, but I'm sharing this way because like the way, it just sounds more like direct, right? Telling the person, gracias, right? Gracias por enseñarme a no ser como tú. Oh my gosh. (laughs) They would first kind of like, todos sacados de onda because you're over here telling them gracias and they're like, wait, Wait, what? Like, what do you mean thank you? And then boom, <laughs> the big old like statement that thank you for teaching me not to be like you. That right there is very deep. You know, I can relate you guys. I'm in you no know, family is perfect. We have certain individuals who we just don't like. And then, you know, you marry and then you get into another family and and then there's certain people that you just dislike, and there's people that you're just like, mm, you're not my type of vibe, you know. And there's some that you just love, and they accept you in the family, and they're beautiful human beings, and you know. And then you accept people into your family, and it's so nice. And sometimes it's really hard to accept certain people into the family, especially if they're coming in with a very toxic energy, vampires that they call them. <laughs> it's very difficult sometimes but you know when it comes to toxic family members um, I know we always hear you know they are family they are family but let's remember this there's family members sexually abusing other family members and that's toxic and just because they're family it doesn't mean that we will keep them in that space of respect And of like, I'm always going to try to be, you know, um, the best I can with you because you're a family member, even though maybe you sexually molested me. Like, what the heck is that? There's boundaries, you guys. And I think when it comes to even sexual abuse, and, and this happens a lot, okay, to where there's family members that know that a certain family member sexually molested someone. And refuse to say anything. No vamos a decir nada. And sometimes they do say that and sometimes they just behave it. Without even vocalizing it. Right? Porque que vergüenza kind of thing. That's toxic. That's toxic. I've come across many people that say, you know, I'm around my my parent that didn't believe what happened. And then I'm around the abuser so there's family gatherings and there I am. But the thing is you have to empower yourself to set these boundaries. You do not have to go to family gatherings if you do not feel safe. You don't. You cannot live your life pleasing people. You can't. They always say, bueno, I know la familia. La fam-. Yes, the family this, but do they ask how I feel, right? Do they ask how I feel? And many say, no, they never ask me how I feel. So it's very important that for our being, we set these boundaries for ourselves to value, right? Those boundaries, to honor our values, to be able to say, hey, for once, I'm going to take care of my mental health. Si se molestan, pues que se molesten. It's okay. And I know at the moment there's guilt that comes up. I hear that a lot when there's toxic family members. And it's like, you know, we see on TV family, unity, which there is. Don't get me wrong. But there's sometimes family members that are very toxic in which it's better to love from a distance than to create more chaos. Especially you guys, for us that we have like our kids Right, and if you don't have kids, and you're listening to this episode, I mean, and eventually, if you do have kids, you know, at the end of the day, it's also remembering this: what example are we setting for them? How do we teach them how to set healthy, healthy boundaries so that they're able to set a tone in a very healthy manner? You know, because our kids that are not married, of course. Our kids will eventually marry into a family, and hopefully, it's a family with a good foundation that is going to accept our kids as their family. But I, I can definitely can relate. Um, coming in into a family, and there's certain family members that you can. I've sensed their jealousy. I've sensed their like instigations I've sent are like whispering you know with another person in front of me like it's like really stupid right I didn't feel like I belonged in that little circle of that family I mean I'm saying little circle and the reason, let me explain to you what I mean by that I don't know if many can relate but what I've seen of obviously there's a lot of family members right but then there's groups within the family members that are their little tribes like you can see like there's a group that doesn't like the other group I mean that's what I'm talking about, and then there's a group that's more you know closer than maybe another group that I mean it sounds really pathetic, but it sounds like kind of like high school. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying so um so when i see when I've seen um those different groups, there's certain groups that I just don't feel like they belong, and then I remove myself, and I'm pretty sure they wonder like. Like, why did I delete them from Facebook? Why did I delete them from Instagram? Why did I remove myself? Well, because I didn't feel connected. I didn't feel respected. And it's just like, I think that when it comes to relationships, right? And within the family, with friends. I mean, if someone gives you respect, then you're going to give it back. But if you give, like, like respect and respect and, and you go kind of above and beyond or, like, you go out of your way to give something and you've done that for too long, obviously with time, como que you just start taking a step back and you're like, como que, I don't belong here, <laughs> you know? And that's what I'm talking about with our kids. We want to be able to set um, an example Of how to set boundaries because they will eventually go into another family. And hopefully, like I said, they're treated well. But let's say they go into a family where they're just like, kind of like not in, uh, don't have a good foundation. And then, you know, how do we teach our kids to set boundaries so that they don't get consumed so much, right? Because the immediate family is primary but obviously it does help to, you know, holidays and certain situations, I don't know, celebrations that happen. We want to teach ourselves. We want to teach our kids the importance of setting boundaries that you don't always have to go to these gatherings if you don't feel comfortable. And it's not because you're afraid. It's not even about that. It's about self-respect. It's about self-respect at the end of the day. If, But I do want to say, At this, this is where it becomes very tricky, you guys. Aquí es donde se pone un poquito difícil. And this is what I mean. That when you're setting boundaries and because you don't want to be around a certain situation or certain people, I do want to say there's going to probably be times where you're kind of like forced to, depending. People have shared I was forced to in the way not that. I know I still had the choice at the end of the day, but let's say a funeral, right? Um, A birthday celebration of the main rock of the family, which was a grandmother or grandfather or something, sometimes there's certain situations that you feel like, no, this is important, I want to be there, but that person's going to be there. Well, you have to be very careful with avoiding 100%. Because if you avoid a situation, that means that without doing the work to be able to like respect your values in other areas then what's going to happen is that your anxiety is going to increase because all you've been doing has just been avoiding, 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 avoiding. But you eventually have to learn how to be around certain uncomfortable situations because there's some times where you're just going to probably have to be there. I hope this is making sense, right? So there's going to be times you get to choose because, eh, como que pues no, no necesario. But maybe there's going to be situations that you're just like, pues no me queda de otra. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like learning how to um, be in tune with yourself. I say this, you guys, because it took me work. It took a lot of work for me to be able to understand that and, and be there. Where I'm in progress, I mean, todavía me falta, no si sé es que I'm perfect, porque todavía me falta, pero I definitely can tell you, I've noticed a difference within me when I've set boundaries in areas, and then when I've been around situations where I feel like, because pues, I have to, even though it's uncomfortable, but I feel more centered, and more, like, collected, and more grounded, aunque, aunque a veces sí, como que, oh, los nervios, pero I bring myself back, because I already provided myself the tools to be able to stand strong, and confident. You know, there's certain spaces, even within your own family, like I said, with the little tribes <laughs> that happen, um, the little groups. And sometimes you're going to feel like you don't belong. But you have to make your space for yourself to belong. You have to create a space in which you feel you belong because you belong in this world. Eres importante, eres chingona, eres cabrona, eres like guerrera, and like nadie te lo va a quitar. So don't take that away from yourself. If there's spaces in your life where you feel uncomfortable, then one, learn how to deal with situations at times, but know that at the end of the day, you still have that other option. But don't get stuck in just avoiding situations 100%. Because then that's como can we kick ourselves in the butt kind of thing. So be very, very mindful of that. And this is why, like I said earlier, you guys, that I want to create a space. And I know there's many other places too, right? But I'm just like talking about this space that I'm able to to bring to you guys, ladies, I mean, chingonas, um, to be able to to talk. Heart to heart and connect with one another. Um, because we can relate our culture, our foods, our upbringings. We can so relate. I think it's one of the most beautiful things. We all can relate and laugh. Ah, mi mama siempre me levantaba las 7 de la mañana para limpiar todos los sabados. I mean, most of us can relate, and it's freaking hilarious, but it wasn't funny back then. <laughs> Y ahora ya sabemos, hasta me gusta limpiar con cloro y carbonato. (laughs) Oh, my God, you guys. As I'm sharing this with you guys, I remember, um, I was so proud of myself because hice un, un revoltijero de, era toothpaste, baking soda y no sé qué más le eché in one bowl is a revoltigero and yo acá bien, bien chingona like like 11 years old like cleaning the walls and my mom I remember honestly if you were to tell me what was a what was a good a compliment that your mom gave you I can honestly tell you it's when they ese rebultijero de no sé qué cleaning freaking I don't know what it was pasta to clean the walls my mom gave me a compliment she was so proud of me that right there is stood out all because I was cleaning all because I was doing something she liked but anyways I just wanted to share that but you know what I'm saying we can all relate in situations that are very kind of similar you know I think we see a lot of that on TikTok as well but the reason I'm just saying this is because um, when we create a space in which we feel like we belong we feel like we can conquer the world. And we can. We definitely can. If there's any family member or any, anybody who tries to tell you different from that, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. You belong in this world, and if there's some family members that don't give you that space to belong, it's okay. Because you still belong. Maybe not in their little tribe, the chisme or the egoismo, lo que sea. But you belong and you're going to give that space for yourself. And how do you create that space of belonging? Well, you have to be very aware of who you hang around with. Who are the people you actually should be surrounding yourself with? That are going to help you feel better. That that, and I'm not saying in the co-dependence co-dependency manner, but I'm saying more of like that que te van a escuchar, que te van a ayudar, que te van a uh, dar un consejo. Um, that are probably just not even going to say anything, and they're just going to listen to you because they care for you. This is why having. A few friends for some people, you know, are the list of friends starts to kinda of like, como que está disminuyendo. Well, it's because we start to really see the intentions of certain people, then we see like, okay, I don't think he or she cares that much. So como que I'm gonna keep a bit limited. You know? Um like alpha females do that. I consider myself an alpha female. I'm very like I will always give it my all to help people, and to be there, and um, and I have friends, but there's aren't. I'm very um, aware of the friends that I could share certain things and the friends that I shouldn't like. I because I understand where they're at, but I know who is willing to. Um, one of the ones that I have to share, I mean, I have, I have some, like I said, but one of my number one primary is my aunt, and she's like my sister, so for her, I know I can trust her with anything, and like share every, anything, so, which is very helpful, um, along with another, other friends that I have, but, you know, it's just very helpful to know that I belong with these individuals, and I belong with, you know, um, with my family and there's some family members that unfortunately I don't feel like I belong and even part of my husband's side of the family that I do belong. They, some make me feel like I belong and some like don't and that's still okay. That That's okay. I care for them all but I just already know where I f- can be comfortable. You know, and toxic family members definitely are people who are not happy in their lives. They're not. And that's okay. It's not something, no nos corresponde sanarlos. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's problema ajeno. If they need an advice or need help, cool, there. But if you don't need it and you're not ready for it, cool, that's your journey. You know what I'm saying? So you get to create that space of belonging. Um, Even if it's at work, if you find yourself eating with a group of I don't know, coworkers, and some of them are just very toxic. Heck, I would rather even go eat by myself in my car and just watch something and read something more empowering or listen to a podcast or do something instead of contaminating myself with such negativity. But I can say I belong. I already belong. Let's say you, let's say you go to the car. ¿Te comes tu lonchecito de carne del domingo con frijolitos y salsa? And you're eating in your car. And you felt like, I feel like I don't belong here in this group. And you go to your car. Oh, just tell yourself, even if I don't belong in that group of coworkers, that's okay. Because I know I belong. I belong with my family. And obviously the family that is willing to always go above and beyond for you and care for you and love you and help you. And those are the type of individuals that really nurture our soul, nurture our heart in a very warmth manner. It's very beautiful to have people like that. Um, and when you also give that to people, it's awesome, right? It's kind of like saying like this, you guys. Like, It's not, a, it's not even about like, let me hate people that don't like me. No, not, not at all. But people do give you that space. They te- people teach you what they're about with their actions so it's very important that you assess yourself and you're able to know where you belong and if you feel like you don't belong then it's time for you to create that space for yourself because very you're, you're very capable you're very very capable so i wanted to touch base just on this toxic family situation um Because I've had people share, like, can you talk about that? Because I don't know, am I doing the right thing? You are doing the right thing if you're setting a boundary in a healthy manner. If you're doing it very aggressively and disrespectful, then you're actually disrespecting yourself more than anything. Um, So you want to do it in a more peaceful manner. Although it might not feel like it's peaceful because you're getting worked up and triggered. You have all the right to feel that way but you want to be able to assess why are you getting triggered like the example I gave earlier I get triggered and annoyed when people are passive aggressive because I know where that's coming from it was coming from my upbringing cuz my mom was like that when I was little so I didn't appreciate it but now because there's certain people that I know in my life that are predictable and they're a certain way I already I already know ahead of time that if if I'm around them I know what to expect and remember what I said earlier, what my aunt was sharing with me that um, I wanted to share with you is kind of like maybe you don't want to tell them upfront, but in your mind, you can say, you can tell it to yourself, thank you. Thank you for teaching me how not to be like you. It's very powerful. So las dejo con eso. Cuídense mucho. And remember that you belong. Create that space you guys Create it because our kids are watching us and they need that example. Thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful week and stay tuned for more. Que Dios las bendiga. Adios. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in the Chicana and Latina Moms Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms Podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.